With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host, Neil Pickup, and it is on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickup. Show 21. Wow. 506 is on the horizon. It's the finals in Atlanta, and it's all about big matches, matches of significance, matches featuring big names and favourites. Well, you want big names in ladies' arm wrestling? How about these two characters? Gabriela Vasconcelos. This lady is a legend of her home nation of Brazil, a legend of global arm wrestling and a legend of the World Arm Wrestling Federation, where she has won so many gold medals, she's difficulty in finding places to keep them. What about Sarah Rotunda? This Swedish bombshell dropped into arm wrestling and exploded, having wins on pretty much every big stage competition the world over. She then moved into the WWE, she stayed there for a while, then came back to arm wrestling. Once again, tore through the competition and then dropped out of the sport again. The big news, she's back. And once again, she's hungry. Ladies and gentlemen, on tonight's show, I am joined by Gabriela Vasconcelos and Sarah Rotonda. In Atlanta, it is on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined on the line now by two fabulous female arm wrestlers. They will go head-to-head in WAL 506. We have got Sarah Rotunda, formerly Sarah Backman, and the awesome Gabby Vasconcelos. Ladies, welcome to World Arm Wrestling League this week. How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) I'm good, too. I'm happy to be here with you. Fantastic. We're happy to have you, Gabriella. We are indeed. Now, a little bit of backstory. Sarah, you're in the middle of a goddamn storm, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Hurricane Dorian is approaching Florida as we speak. And it's like a preview, I think. It's going to hit really bad in about two, three days. And it's a really bad storm right now. So I'm just sitting here and um, hope I don't lose, you know, power or connection. Hurricane Dorian. Any hurricane with a posh name, got to be bad. <laughs> right. Gotta be bad. How's the weather in Sao Paulo, Gabriela? The weather is pretty good here. We are on, uh, still on winter, but everything is warm, and it's basically tropical weather here. <laughs> Always warm. That's what you want. I'm expecting it's going to be pretty similar when you guys meet out in Atlanta. I know it was last year. It was sweltering over there. I sweat like a chip. Lost about a couple of kilos out there without a doubt. I felt like I was back at Worlds cutting weight. Now, girls, this is kind of a special moment, isn't it? Because this is the first of the heavyweight ladies' matches. And I know there's a great deal of excitement surrounding your match. I mean, 
you guys come into this with enormous credentials. I mean, you're both genuine, underlined and emboldened world-class arm wrestlers. And you've met before. Sarah, obviously, um, you've been away from the sport a little while, but you were in Atlanta last year. And I remember distinctly, we were mucking around on the table a little bit before the match. And you said, fat lad, because you knew me. We gotta, I got to do this thing. I've got to come back here, and, and here we are, one year later, and you are on the card. You happy, girl? Yes, yes. Uh, it's. I, I remember that moment very well when you and I, you know, we were, like you said, playing around, and um, I just felt you were, like you were kicking I, my I, ass. <laughs> yeah, no, but I felt like I, I belong here, you know. And uh, why don't I work for this? You know, I, I, I know I have the potential, um, you know. So I just put my ass in gear <laughs> pretty much and um i i think i think i'll be ready um well, it certainly seems like you've been doing quite a lot of work i know on social media you're really active but in gabriella and we're going to go to gabriella now gabby you, you you've obviously not taken a breath you have been right involved in the sport for the last year for the last few years and still that dominant force gaining world titles so literally, not a backward step in your career. Yeah, I was actually since 2000, 2013 when I last met Sarah at the table. Uh, that was that was when I got my like. I was trying. Uh, I was trying to go up in my career, and mm. since then I've been training harder and harder. I changed coach back in that time, so since then it's been a different. Uh, road for me I'm wrestling I haven't lost a match since then in my weight territory and but just for clarity there you haven't lost a match a match not since 2013 not in my class no <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's a pretty impressive record that's gotta gonna make your spine chill a little bit there Sarah mm-hmm yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember Sarah telling everyone, I mean, talking to you, saying that 2019 was the year that you might come back. And I was like, oh, she said that before. Maybe she's not, but I think she meant it. Now, no, <laughs> no, you guys have you, you've had previous experience of each other. Obviously, uh, you met in a super match in Arm Wars Madrid quite some years back now. I think that was 13, wasn't it? And then you, was it, was it that was 12 and 13 you was that in brazil so that was the sort of rematch which gabby took yeah it was exactly like six months later which i think was october uh 2012 in madrid and then april in rio de janeiro brazil yeah, clearly, like, in interviews and stuff, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, nine months later, but no, no, it was apparently six months later, and I thought we pulled both right and left, but it was apparently only yeah. right. <laughs> so, um, my, I don't know where my mind is or what I'm thinking about or whatever. Um, I think maybe it was such a devastating loss for me that I just kind of erased it from my mind. Um, a little bit of that yeah. and a little bit of the fact that you've got thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. <laughs> outside the window which is never great you know that's going to throw you a little bit but one thing i love there sarah was your massive enthusiasm when gabby said that she's like yeah and six months later you know we competed in brazil and you're like yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love that match so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. No. <laughs> so it's one-one. This is the rubber match. This is this is sort of a, a new setting, a new stage. There's no home court advantage, nothing like that at all. Obviously, it's it's effectively, although I know Sarah, you've been in there before to some extent, but this is effectively the first time that either of you girls have competed in the World Arm Wrestling League Super Series as such. Slight changes to the rules, slight changes to the format. Have you been uh, following the, 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 the league closely? And we'll start with Gabby on that one. Uh, I've been following not so close before, but like now I'm watching and watching videos all over again because uh, for, some, for a while I was like super criticizing the rules. I was like, nah, that's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. But mm-hmm. uh, for like, actually this whole year I've been following the league more closely and enjoying the show and enjoying how it works and and even like imagining how to be part of it one day. So that's basically it. I'm enjoying right now. I, I learned I learned how to love WAL. <laughs> and what about yourself, Sarah? Obviously, Sweden has a very strong tradition. You were there at the, the event last year. You watched your uh, teammate um, and, 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 and countrymate there. Obviously, Fiaresic has been a dominant force in the middleweight division. And then uh, my little slow, snow chica, old Marlin Kleinsmith, suddenly pops up and mm-hmm. slaps her about. I mean, what the... I mean, funnily enough, that was one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive debut anybody's ever made within World Arm Wrestling League, considering the magnitude of the match. And also, I think, considering the fact that prior to that, Marlin had never actually beaten Fia uh, in a supermatch format. So very, very impressive. And Marlin is more excited about your match than yeah. she was about that. She, when we announced this match, she was all over social media going, wow, cannot wait, two of my all-time favorite ladies head-to-head super excited um so you can you can really see the level of the excitement Sarah, and that's got to make you buzz a little yeah no for sure um i i I mean yes um knowing you know people that follow arm wrestling they know how freaking amazing gabby is right and i mean yes i took i took a couple years off but Whatever happened in my past, like that can never be taken away. You know, I, at some point, you know, at one point I was really good. And uh, it kind of feels, you know, it's exciting to kind of prove again where I'm, you know, what I'm capable of. And, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine a better opponent than Gabby than to try, you know, because that will instantly tell, you know, where I'm at. You know, Yeah, um, exactly. It's like a yeah. range finder of the yeah. highest order. Right. So, like, if I go against anybody that's lesser than Gabby, you know, okay, uh, good, but Gabby is the one. So, you know, it's, it's such a great, great challenge for me right now. So, really, really exciting. I mean, that's got a, there's sort of a real weird pressure barometer there, isn't there? Depending on how you sort of uh, visualize this whole situation, Sarah, because... In a way, you could look at that one way and think, you know what, 
I'm pulling Gabby Vasconcelos, for Christ's sake. I can't really lose. If I lose this, everybody's going to go, yeah, but it's Gabby Vasconcelos. You know, you've been out for a while. The other side of things is you can be like, oh, my God, I'm pulling Gabby Vasconcelos on TV with thousands of people watching uh, on the biggest stage possible for arm wrestling, and I'm going in at the absolute deep end. When you sort of lie awake at nights on your on your own at home, what, what kind of thoughts are going through your mind? Are you apprehensive, anxious at all, or are you just excited, revved, and ready to go? Because we know you're a aggressive, fiery girl. Right. So uh, it's kind of mixed. You know, it's been a little roller coaster. It goes from it like it, it waves from going from confidence. You know, depending on how you feel at a workout for example and you know we both had to lose a lot of weight you know we had to diet for this one and make weights and you know being in a calorie deficit you know it, it's messing with your head you know and then you start doubt yourself and then you wake up another day and you, you feel great again you know so it, it goes up and down uh, I'm very surprised since they announced you know a week ago um, how even people think you know they, they think three two or me or gabby you know i feel like gabby doesn't get enough credit you know i don't know if, if it's because they they don't follow you know the world you know walk uh, or whatever um maybe they're just going based off my old merits or you know so i'm, I'm kind of like su surprised of what people um have been writing and stuff like that but regardless you know we you know we'll, we'll meet and we'll see what happens you know we'll both be ready and um it's game on you know i think you make a very good point there about uh gabriella not getting the sort of recognition that she 100 percent deserves and, and yeah. to be fair we've seen other examples of that um a very good one would be the fact that wagner bortolato is on this same card and you got a lot of guys going online saying, who the fuck is that? Well, you know, yeah, they, they exactly. don't know this guy. And, and we're talking yeah. about a multiple world champion. Yeah, amazing, amazing athlete. Yeah. yeah. Absolute animal. And I, and I think, I'm sorry, I just think that, like, this is a, uh, I, I don't mean to be offensive, I'm sorry, but I think this is some kind of American thing that they just are not very, open-minded they just uh focus on what is around them so i don't see them uh it's either like the top eight guys from from europe or all the other americans just like nobody else exists so that's mm -hmm. why maybe they don't know me they don't know bertolato and we've been around for a long time like for a very long time and i i see many people don't even think or ha have an idea or of who I am or who he is, and I see them with uh, much. I think she deserves a lot being uh, being a lot, an idol like she is, Sarah. But uh, I don't. I don't know if they can uh, say like different, like who they want to win or who they think that might win or who they like. But Sarah, she she has like this amazing reputation, which I'm also a fan. And her um, her famous goes beyond in wrestling. Yes. She's famous for many. So basically, that's uh, 
I love the goat noise in the background there. As yeah, well. Jesus. I, I, I was hoping you were not going to hear it. So sorry. Gabriella's like, is that a live goat? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's seven goats here. And I was like, shut up. Is that a... yeah. <laughs> sorry, Gabby. That was like a bit weird. I was like, what the? Yeah. Sorry, Gabby. No, I, I totally, you know, I uh, you just jump in there. I totally hear you. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of agree. You know, we try. I, I'm trying to change the mindset here in America a little bit like that, that there is more than what's going on here now WAL is an American league um you know so it's going to be the focus here but I totally agree with you Gabby on that one it's quite an interesting one Gabby because you've I think sometimes it's not necessarily uh, it's just familiarity I think sometimes people will always back that which they're familiar with you know and and we have a situation where <clears throat> a number of times we've had polls on the show I remember Jerry Cadaret, uh going into the match with Michael Todd, which he actually won at that time, and he was a massive underdog because people weren't as familiar with Jerry. Um, we saw Ryan Bowen, Alan Guerra the other week when they met in LA, and there was a huge fan disparity, you know, in terms of that that disparity was ridiculous it was something like 80 or 90 percent of people believed that ryan bowen was going to win that match and that it suggested that it wouldn't be close it was an absolute dogfight but the reality of the situation was i think that most people were familiar with ryan because he was so out there on social media and in the nicest possible way uh gabriella you're not the type of lady that you know uh to your eternal credit you're not the type of girl that walks into a room with a t-shirt saying you know i'm the balls even though you happen to have won probably as many world arm wrestling federation titles as anyone you're a very softly spoken almost uh understated girl you don't sort of shout it from the rooftops and prefer to let your arm wrestling do the talking um as you rightly point out and as sarah pointed out anybody who has watched your arm wrestling, it's done the talking. I mean, you were actually the pick in this match by uh, Marlin and Fia in terms of they said that they saw you as the favourite coming in um, because of your continuity in the sport. You've not backed off. You haven't stopped. Uh, Sarah's little bit of time away could potentially allow for some, uh, some rust at the table. And I guess we get to find out on the 25th of September. But... When you look at Sarah coming into this match, do you feel like you're the favourite? Do you feel like you've got uh, something to prove there, Gabs? Well, uh, I think that me knowing who I am, <laughs> mm -hmm. I think pressure is on me because uh, whenever uh, people say, oh, Sarah is the best or Sarah uh, might lose because of her time off, uh, it's just like, makes me uh, think that if she took that time off, I have to win because I didn't take any time off. Yeah. So it makes me anxious about it uh, many times. But at the same time, I know how good she is. And I know that even though she took some time off, she didn't stop training like anything for so long time that as people think and she's been training and wrestling for at least two years in a row now not just competing uh, in a, in a high level 
So I'm 100% sure that um, that time that she took off would be like the least important factor into this match mm -hmm. because I, I've taken a time off in 2009 and a half, like for almost two years. And when I got back in 2010, I was just like, it's just time for me to get back in shape because wrestling is just like, you don't forget how to do it. You just yeah. have to be back in shape again. And then everything you knew before, you know, again. So I, I don't think that's going to be like the most important factor. I think, in my opinion, honestly, uh, going to be who trained more and who is going to Ladies and gentlemen, we got to take a short break right now, but please do not go anywhere. We'll be right back and back into the thicker things with Rotunda and Vasconcelos in just a few. It's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. The first place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000. And it only costs $100 to enter. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Now, for our listeners, get up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit. Use promo code this week to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code this week when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Welcome back, ladies and gents. Did you miss me? I know two ladies that didn't, Gabriela Vasconcelos and Sarah Rotunda, as they've been with me throughout. Let's get these ladies back in action and hear more from tonight's featured athletes. Gabriela, you, you obviously uh, pointed to some of the concerns that you have around the format and the rule system and the, 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 the difference in the table layout could be another thing there. Have you done any specific preparation to get yourself ready for that? Have you sort of uh, made adjustments to your table in Brazil and tried to sort of practice with the uh, the elbow pad going further back, or, or is that not something you've done? Well, I haven't really changed my table setup, but I I measured the table pad size, and I know how far I can go forward and backward, and I'm obviously trying to train and training to the ready go which is close your hands go uh also basically which i it's something that i i didn't use to train a lot but now i'm training every time which is on straps because anything that <laughs> happens going to go to straps Mm -hmm. So, 
basically that's what I'm doing to train. Uh, I don't have around me anyone that is very experienced with WAO rules, but uh, I'm watching a lot of videos and I'm trying to understand how things work, how can go into different ways, what different things that can happen, how mm -hmm. they react. So I'm trying to learn the training, but also watching a lot of videos. It's quite, I mean, you never know. I mean, I, I, I remember I discussed this with um, Marlin when Marlin was just about to make her debut. Um, and she was concerned about the table layout. She was concerned about the rules. She said that she'd made some adjustments to the pad size on her table at home. Um, but you couldn't really uh, emulate what she was going to experience when she got out there. And then, you know, after uh, she pulled and successfully took the win over Fia, she was she came over to me in the bar later on. We were we were having a sort of a frank conversation around it. And she said, like, you know what? Uh, i got to be honest, Neil, I, I prefer working on nine inches. And, uh, and my wife's just nodding over here and saying, so do I, my boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're talking about arm wrestling. Love, thanks for that. The um, <laughs> deal with a three. You're willing to live with that. I can't believe I said that out loud. Sorry, guys. We'll get back there. So nice. Distracted for a moment. <clears throat> Apologies. One of the difficulties of working uh, in open surroundings. On a serious and professional note, we did have that conversation. And I'll phrase it a different way. She said, "I prefer the nine-inch pad because it gives you, it gives me more opportunity to blast to the back of the pad and to open my opponent up." And I think the old adage is there that if you're using any kind of dragging technique, so either a, a, a top roll or a dragging hook, it gives you probably a, a greater advantage than it does for the for the arm wrestler who's going to try and set a hook or using any kind of forward momentum to set that hook because you've no you've no additional room at the front, and that's attracted some criticism. Do you, do you sort of like the concept or the idea of the of the longer pad? Uh... I think I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, probably uh, for dragging. Yes, obviously, obviously it's gonna be better, but uh, it's gonna be better for her too. So I don't know how I'm gonna manage to. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to see how how it is because I've never even seen uh, this mat, this table. I don't know. I'm, that's like probably my biggest concern is like I've never even seen a table like that. Okay. So uh, I, I have to enter later. <laughs> if I win, I'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about Sarah? What about, I mean, you've had experience of the World Arm Wrestling League uh, tables. You've had experience. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about the setups because <clears throat> the other sort of point that we've had raised by a number of arm wrestlers is that the setup of the World Arm Wrestling League is slightly different. And if you're used to those clinical setups, if you're used to a World Arm Wrestling Federation setup where it's all extremely clear and very, very clean and methodical, it can throw you a little bit. Um, we had Devin Lara on the show a couple of weeks ago and Michael Todd, and they were both saying, you know, the moment you walk out from backstage, um, it's on. So get ready to fight immediately. It's like a step up in class from the combat sports side of things. You need to be ready to fight for every ounce on the table. That can be exciting, but I suppose it can be 
uh, or it can favour the arm wrestler who is more able to adjust to that. In your past experiences within World Arm Wrestling League, were you really conscious of that or did it, did it not really bother you at all? Um, it did not bother me because in the past, when I used to compete all the time, I always used to like referee grip. Mm-hmm. you know, when the, the referee lays the grip. So yeah. um, it's kind of similar to that. Um, so I never had any problem with the setup and and i watched something with michael todd the other day and he said you know it it doesn't matter you just have to pull regardless you know <laughs> like you, you should never expect a happy setup or you know be fully satisfied you just have to fight and do you, um, do you feel like it slows slows the arm wrestler down at all when you go to the referee's grip a lot of people say obviously when you're in a ref's grip it's more difficult to utilize explosivity to utilize speed is that something you would sort of endorse or not really no um i i feel the opposite you know like a boxer if they are all tense in the upper body you know they're never going to get a real nice hit you know on their opponent Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you're loose you can actually hit i feel like you know because if you're all tense you you know you, you can't you can't hit that's how i feel do you feel like the um World Arm Wrestling Federation starts allow for you to get better control of your opponent's hand. Because I know that you're always an arm wrestler that loves to try to take control, as as most top guys do. You're someone who wants to take control of the hand very, very early in the match. And sometimes I feel like there may be some benefits in the World Arm Wrestling League setups if you know how to manipulate it, if you know or you're more experienced in that kind of set grip environment then you can really see the difference in a person that's used it before and is used to that rule system and someone who's coming in. And, and to give you an example of that, um, the other day when we saw Matt Mask pull Hermes Gasparini, I think that Hermes was a little bit in alien territory in some respects. I don't think he felt comfortable in the grip. I don't think he was comfortable trying to manipulate it. And we've seen yeah. other very high-level arm wrestlers uh, obviously, Gabby, you'll be very familiar with these guys, Giannis. Amelins, for example, of Latvia, who's an exceptionally intelligent arm wrestler, got a great table IQ. He came over to World Arm Wrestling League and that his first experience there was a train wreck. He was really struggling to find his feet in the grip. He lost pretty badly. Uh, he then, every credit to the guy in typical Yanis uh, Amelin's style, he picked himself up, didn't cry, didn't moan, dusted himself off, came back and beat the living daylights of anything that breathed, took the hammer and went home with the money. So I think there's a little bit of adapting to be done there. Um, Does that concern you, Gabriella? Do you think that you're coming into the lion's den a little bit in terms of you've not had any experience in that respect with the setups? Yeah, uh, that concerns me a lot. And that's what, I mean, we are like, less than a month of our match. I don't think any of us can gain much more strength or anything, just like more lapidating what we've done so far. And I think with the rules, as for me, I can still get a lot more comfortable with, and that's what I'm focusing now, more like on getting comfortable or uh, maybe not comfortable, but like being aware that I, I probably won't be that comfortable when I'm pulling, but I still have to try to do my thing. And that's 
basically what what I'm focusing right now because uh, since I'm training for the whole year and just like when you get to a certain level, it's harder for you to just go so much more heavier in weights or anything like that. So you mm-hmm. just basically have to improve what you, you already know. And for me, I, I think I got a lot to improve because I haven't trained that setup uh, ever. So uh, when you are from like nothing you can just go higher easier than when you're already there and you just have to maintain so yeah i'm trying to stay positive in that way (laughs) now this is very far from a final this is a a final experience here it's as i said the opener in the ladies heavyweight section and there's some really great talent out there in the ladies heavies i mean do you guys uh pay a great deal of close attention to the up-and-coming arm wrestlers in North America. Obviously, I'm, I'm very familiar with the fact that you guys are versed and educated in the European pullers, the Brazilian arm wrestlers. We've spoken many times, Gabby, about some potential opponents for you. Um, obviously, the greatest of whom announced her retirement uh, last week, Irina yeah. Um I spoke to Irina the other day, and she's maybe tempted out of retirement by the World Arm Wrestling League. But keep watch this space; we'll see what happens there. But you know, do you think do you do you take a, a great deal of interest in the other girls that are coming up through North America? Let's start with Sarah in that one. Oh, I I love to see you know up and coming talent. Um, it, it's super super refreshing, you know, and that's how the the sport will grow bigger. Um, I, I think, you know, based of what I've been reading, you know, they're super excited about Gabbis and my match, and I hope we can uh, inspire them to train harder and get serious, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they, they can they can reach a very high level, too. Anybody can who put work in, you know, and have the passion. Sure. Um, so th- th- it's great, great to see uh, all the females in North America. Now, Gabriella, obviously, um, certain countries in the world are known as strongholds of female talent. Um, the, the guys at World Arm Wrestling League and the viewers of World Arm Wrestling League have had the opportunity to watch uh, your teammate, Tatiana Faria. They get the opportunity to see yourself, who's really the, I'm going to say, the signature arm wrestler, and certainly in the ladies um, from Brazil. Uh, they're very familiar with you two guys. But if you look at Brazil in the the rest of the ladies that are competing there, or if you look at countries like Russia, Ukraine, uh, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, the, the girls that you meet regularly at world level, who would you like to see or who do you feel potentially offers the most uh, excitement for the fans if they were to come over and pull in the World Arm Wrestling League? Are there any particular ladies out there that you're really a fan of or excited by outside of Sarah and yourself? Uh, well, now that I realize, we have coaches. Silence, silence of the lambs. Oh my God. I wanted to shut up. I'm running on my property. I'm trying to run away. <laughs> Hold on. Jeez. Hey, it live, oh guys. I'm so sorry. It, 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 don't think We're that's many me. Of this. Oh goodness oh, gracious! <laughs> Closing all doors. Nobody allowed in. 
right. we'll go with that question again, Gabby. We'll go with that question again. Are there are there any ladies out there that um, particularly excite you or that you would like to see invited across the World Arm Wrestling League? Uh, I think, um, let me think. For lightweight girls, we have Elizabeth from Turkey. She's absolutely strong. And she would be very entertaining to have something like that. Uh, as for like other classes, maybe some Kazakhstan girls. And let me think. I know we'd spoken before about Voronina. I know yeah, she's, she's awesome. She seemed quite she, an exciting arm wrestler. I, I, you've had a lot, quite a bit of experience pulling Voronina. Yeah, she is one of the toughest girls I pulled at world level. So she's super, super fast and she's very smart at the table. So she knows what to do with each opponent of her. So it's it's very challenging for me to because she she seems to know my weak point, which I'm not telling you, Sarah. And <laughs> she goes straight to it. <laughs> And for me, it's very hard because it's never easy. Although it's, it might seem easy that I've won that many world titles, it's always a different experience. And whenever you are on top, you became like a target and people start spreading you and they kind of tend to have like one direction where you seem to be weaker or whatever. And then like you have to not only it's being strong, but becoming strong, stronger. Uh, at points that you were not so strong, so mm-hmm. not easy. And I see people doing that very well, as well as Katerina Aliakova from Kazakhstan. She just came from like the under twenty-one class. Yeah, she's a very big threat in my class. And Sarah, when when you sort of look at Gabriella coming into this match, what do you think there are any particular areas of her game that have caused you trouble in the past that you are better prepared to face now? I mean, obviously you've been doing a lot of very very intense top end strength work. We see you bench pressing. I saw you the other day bench pressing. I think a hundred kilos, a hundred four kilos. Uh, you're working with some heavy, heavy weights there. Do you feel like you are physically as strong as you would like to be? Do you feel like in terms of your sort of ongoing strength barometer that you're pretty much redlined now? Or are you where you wanted to be, expected to be? And can you improve more before uh, the match on the 25th? Yes. So, I mean, of course, you always want to be stronger. Uh, but right now... I have never been stronger. Like I'm, I'm stronger in every lift I've ever done. Like in the past, um, I'm also at you know a heavier body weight than I used to be. Um, but yeah, and the, the plan that I have um, is very detailed, laid out for this match. So I'll just continue to get stronger in the next couple of weeks because um, everything goes in cycles and phases. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're we're. This is the last week of volume, and then we're changing gear, and you know we're um, going into peak. You know, so 
um, there's definitely room for improvement in the last couple of weeks. And um, just trying to match her strength, you know, um, I, I know where she's super, super strong. Um, and again, you know, like this is, this is a test, you know, like I couldn't, like I mentioned earlier, it just, I, there's no other arm wrestler on this planet that I feel that I should go against right now, but Gabby. So it's literally a test for me. Um, that's truly how I look at it. And Gabriella, same question, really. I mean, obviously, you spoke about uh, the difficulty that any arm wrestler faces in trying to maintain their level once they attain that absolute peak, which you clearly have throughout uh, your career. Do you feel like when you look back at where you have been, that coming into this match, you are as strong as uh, you've ever been? Where, where are you in, in terms of your form right now? Yeah, I think uh, I actually asked myself about it because uh, I'm also heavier than I used to be. And I, it kind of confuses because when you're heavier, you can eat more. But I usually put a lot of weight to get at work. So uh, I think now I'm stronger than ever. Like, uh, especially, um, not, especially putting my strength at the table because I I have lift more lifted more weight in certain exercises. Like I don't bench that have anymore because of my shoulder, but I've done 130 kilos. But I mean, that's not my goal anymore. I just trying to do some exercises and apply them to the table. And I think that working on my weakness and I'm, I'm more like, I'm, I'm stronger at the table, which doesn't mean that I'm necessarily lifting heavier than ever, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm stronger and smarter and uh, with less gaps well one thing i can certainly say guys is that it's nice to have you two athletes at the table on september the 25th it's created a tremendous amount of excitement and i know that i'm one of the fans out here that cannot wait to see how this one goes down there's so many potential opportunities for you to step into the light both ladies I know the degree of focus and determination that you both bring to the arm wrestling table, and uh, I hope it delivers on the potential. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out to join us here on the show, and uh, wish you very, very best of luck in your preparation leading up to the match, and I look forward to seeing you guys in Atlanta. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate you promoting and, and, and again, the first time with Gabriel. I'm very excited. I'm super honored to pull Sarah. I'm a big fan. And especially after the last time with Matt last year, I became a big fan as a person too. And I'm very happy for the female on wrestling because. Uh, I know that she brings a lot of attention to us and she is coming active again. We'll 
help us in many different ways and it will help her, it will help me and you know, wish her good luck <laughs> and let's make a good show for everyone and uh, I thank you also Neil for kind words, for the encouragement and uh, I'm very excited, thank you. Unfortunately, ladies and gents, that's pretty much all we have time for for tonight's show. I want to say a massive thank you to my special guests, Gabriela Vasconcelos of Brazil and Sarah Rotunda of Sweden via Florida, USA. I want to thank all of you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in once more, and I hope you'll do it again. Same time, next time, right here on the World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickup. Take it easy, peeps. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Barton, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who will help build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.